All right, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Happy to be here today with you guys. Excited. I only have three days this week because on Thursday, I'm going to take a two-day vacation with my wife and my daughter. So uh, long due. All right. Difficult for me to take vacation because I'm always hooked. Said I, uh, but anyways, uh, I want to talk to you today about, and let's get started right away. We had a conversation this morning on El Cafecito. That's the Spanish radio show we have via Clubhouse. And uh, I, I want to structure, I, I want to start this session today with two main thoughts, all right, or principles. Uh, number one, it's optimizing, which is what we talk about this morning, uh, your real estate business. And number two, waking up early in the morning, all right? Uh, two things that are very important for our real estate business. And then we can go into questions, all right? Last week, uh, it was pretty much open for you guys to ask questions. I usually have a very structured uh, week, a very structured session. Today, I wanna do a mix. Fair enough? All right, so let's start with the first part of optimizing your day. And, and we talk about this this morning from eight to nine. For those of you who speak Spanish, you can watch that. If not, that's what we're here for. Remember guys, In coaching, we always tell you, you need to either eliminate, automate, or delegate most of your activities. Please write that down. Number one, eliminate. If I can't eliminate it, then I need to ask myself, can I what? Delegate. Can I automate it first? Because automation is usually cheaper than delegation, right? And once you automate it, All right. It's usually gets done more efficient than by a person. Right. Technology is usually way more efficient than humans. I didn't say they're smarter or they're better. No, they're just more efficient. Right. If you automate an email marketing campaign, it will always go out with very, very, very few exceptions. Right. Technology, a software never will call in sick. Software never have kids to take care of. Software never goes on vacation, right? Software never complains. Software never gets another job, right? So we always want to automate it. Now, sometimes, many times, of course, we can't automate it. So we have to delegate. Delegate it. Very good. Very good. Now, if we can eliminate it, automate it, or delegate it, then that's something we have to do, right? But we find, and the more experience you have, the more clients you help, the more you realize that there are very few things you have to do in your business in a daily basis, very few things. So when I hear somebody saying, oh, I'm so busy, usually means that that person is not that experienced. Got it? Or has not optimized their business, which usually comes with experience. If you have not automated your business, right? Optimized your business is that you don't have enough experience. Maybe you have many years in the business, but again, remember the phrase, a lot of people say, I have 10 years of experience. And sometimes we say, no, you have one year of experience and you've done it 10 times, right? So not because you've been in the business for a long time means that you have automated or optimized your business. Does that make sense? 
right? And every single day, and, and if you're brand new, and I know some of you are brand new in the business, not even brand new to coaching, brand new in the business, you need to start implementing processes, right? Systems in your business. Because your business is always going to get complicated. Now, I'm going to tell you something from my business coach, which is Dan Solomon, right? All of you, all of you, all of us, I'm sorry, all of us are going to get to a scene of complexity. This is not my term. This is my coach Dan Sullivan's term, right? Or principle. All of us will reach a level of complexity, right? Where we can't keep operating at the same time to be more productive. It gets too complex the day. Now we get too busy. Now what we need is a new level of simplicity to keep expanding and growing. Does that make sense? I don't care if you're brand new. If you're brand new, you're telling me, oh my God, I'm so overwhelmed just with coaching. I'm so overwhelmed with the classes at the association. And look at some of you laughing, right? Some of you are very experienced. I'm so overwhelmed. I have four buyers that I'm working for with. I have 10 listings right now. I'm so overwhelmed. So what we need to realize that you're going to go through that overwhelming sensation all the time. It's a cycle, right? It gets simple and then, oh, you get a, an assistant, then it gets a little bit more simple. But you, your business now keeps expanding. Now, one assistant is not enough. Now you feel overwhelmed again. Then you need a new level of simplicity. That's where we go through the process of eliminating, automating, and delegating. Again, if you're brand new, I know you are <laughs> brand new, even in coaching. Some of you will tell me, oh, my God, I'm so lost. It's, it's too much for me. It's too much complication right now. So we need to simplify. And that's what we say. If you're brand new, all you need to do is master module number one and number two. That's it. No, no, I already saw it. Okay. Did you do the exercises? Yeah, yeah, I did the exercises. Okay. Tell me exactly the top 25 clients in your list, in your first module. Uh, no, you need to master it. Right? So again, in order to optimize our business, we need to make sure that we... Eliminate, delegate, uh, eliminate, automate, or delegate. Now, I'm going to talk to the brand, brand new agents first. Oh, I don't have the money to delegate. Yes, you do. We need to take out the two main excuses real estate agents have. What are the two main excuses for a business not to grow? Number one is what? Time, right? And I see, and I see, Joanna said, I don't have enough time. That's the biggest excuse and lie. We we tell ourselves, you can tell me, but you're not lying to me. I know the real answer, right? But I don't want you to lie to yourself because it's not going to hurt me or benefit me. We all have the same number of hours during the day. Got it? That's number one. Number two is money. If that's not, if that's a reality, meaning I can't invest $350, $400, $500 per month on an assistant, to grow my business, then I need to get a job. Because it's not realistic for me to produce, to make my business grow if I don't have the help. Now, you're, gonna, you're not going to do it right away. We're going to do some exercises today. Got it? But understand that entrepreneurs see money going to marketing and money going to 
other people in their business, in this case, assistance as an investment, not, not as an expense. You got it? So if I put $500 into an assistant, and if you focus on what you need to do, which is specialized knowledge, marketing, and sales conversations, you're going to get way more than, five, than $500 per month. An assistant will allow you to close way, way more transactions. And when I say $500, it's just because in, in, in South America, between $350 and $700, you can get a very good assistant that speaks both languages. Does that make sense? By the way, to me, after so many years in the, in, years in the business, it's not even about the financial gain. It's about the mental peace you get by not having to perform activities that you just don't like to do. That is the most important thing. Now you can concentrate on talking to clients. Does that make sense? Now, but before we hire somebody, and, and please write down your questions. And I see Deborah writing down the questions. And I'm going to go into the questions right now. The, the most important part of this session is for you to ask questions. Got it? So please ask as many questions as you can. And I will address all your questions today, okay? But before we hire an assistant, now this comes from 101, right? Our agents in 101 pay $2,000 per month. And this is one of the most important assignments. It's like a discovery for them. Here we go. You're going to write down all the activities you do from Monday through Saturday this week. Every single activity, absolutely all of them, all of them, starting right now. All of the activities, right? From the time you wake up to the time you go to sleep. That's column number one. Column number two has exactly the same information as column number one. The only difference is that in column number two, you're going to organize that column in order of priorities. Make sense? Got it? So it's the same information, but in column number two, I'm going to put them in order of priority. Got it? Now, column number three, and that's it. That's all the exercise. Column number three, it's you're going to identify from column number two the activities you want to delegate to your assistant. Got it? Now you have your assistant's job description. Job description. That's it? Well, and this morning somebody asked, well, what are you looking you know, in term, what, what, are, what are the characteristics you look on an assistant? Very simple. The person that I see most qualified to perform this task. That's it. Those are the characteristics that I'm looking for. Listen, I'm looking for somebody who can do this. Can you do this? Yeah. Okay. Tell me why. Tell me a little bit more about yourself, what you've done in the past. And I will interview between five to 10 people and hire the most qualified. Now, again, it will give you the freedom to concentrate on three things, specialized knowledge, marketing, and sales conversations. 
Now, if you're working part-time and some of you have full-time jobs, et cetera, you don't need an assistant right away. I get it. But I want you to start thinking that way as an entrepreneur. I'm going to give you the biggest, the, to me, after so many years in business, the most important thing an assistant gives me. Not the opportunity to do more things, but the opportunity to do nothing. What is, I'm sorry, Mr. Orlando. Yeah, yeah, what I mean, is the uh, three no, specialized knowledge and what's the other two? Okay, so very important. Specialized knowledge. Then number two, marketing. Number three, sales conversations. Those are the three things you should be doing only, Richard. Nothing else. Everything else should be either eliminated, automated, or delegated. Every day you need to invest time on developing your specialized knowledge about your, your market, about your clients. Number two, you should be learning about what's working on what's not working in your marketing. You don't need to know how to do the campaigns, but you need to know what's happening with your marketing. And number three, every day you should be talking to clients. That's it. If you're doing any other than those three things, you're investing your time in something that can, somebody else can do for you. So again, it gets to a point where the most important thing the assistant gives you is not more time to work, but more time to absolutely do nothing. In other words, not, not to do not any, anything. To meet with the most important client that you have. We have 100 people right now, exactly 100 people in the call. And many of these people have not sat down with the most important client in a long time. In a long, who's your most important client? Who is it? Yourself. Exactly. Exactly. So how many times a week do you see with yourself, with your notebook, right? And analyze, okay, where am I in terms of my specialized knowledge? What I what do I want to develop as specialized knowledge? You know, where, where's my marketing? How am I positioning your, myself as a brand? What, what is it exactly that I want to accomplish out of this quarter? If you were advising another agent, that's, that's what you would ask him. What is it exactly you want to accomplish this quarter? How far or how close are you to your goal? Or how behind are you from your goal? Analyzing the business every single day. Am I investing too much time in my business and I'm leaving my, my, you know, I'm not spending too much time with my family or enough time with my family, I'm sorry, or enough time in my health? Because I'm the CEO of my life, right? Am I working on my health? Am I working on be being a better person every day? That, those are the things, at least 20 minutes every day with my most important client. That's the client that makes you the most in your business. How are you helping that client? How are you helping that client every day? Because the more you help your, this client right here, you, 
the more you're going to be able to help other clients. If you don't work on helping this client, your help to other clients are, is going to be very limited, very limited. So every day, you should have at least 20 to 30 minutes separated to work with that client. Have a conversation with that client every day. Now, that takes me to the second concept, right? And I'm going to go into questions right now. The second concept is how early are you waking up? And what do you do once you wake up? It's twofold, right? Doesn't make sense to wake up very early in the morning if you're going to go into social media or it's not only about how early do you wake up, it's about what do you do in your first hours of the day? There's a saying that goes similar to this, right? When if you own your first hours of the morning, the rest of the day will take care of itself. So number two, how early are you waking up? Some of you will say, well, I'm not a morning person. I get it. You are not a morning person, but it's just a habit. If you wake up for the next 30 days at 4.30, 5, 5.30, whatever time it is, you're going to get used to it. You won't even need the body. It's very adjustable. You, you won't even need an alarm clock. Saturdays and Sunday, you will wake up at the same, wake up at the same time. Then you can go back to sleep because it's Saturdays or, Saturdays or Sunday. So in the most difficult years, professional years of my life, when I had situations, very difficult situations in terms of business getting stuck, not improving, right? Uh, difficult financial situations. One of the most important things that got me out of it was waking up at 4.30 in the morning. I'm not saying for you to wake up at 4.30. I'm saying waking up early enough so I can invest in who? In myself, analyzing, right? Analyzing what's working in my business and what's not. There is certain magic that happens when you wake up so early in the morning. There's no interruptions. There's no noise. After the four, five, first five, 10 minutes where you're, you know, you're kind of sleepy still, there's a lot of energy on you. There's a calm state of mind, right? You're not in a rush. And when you're not in a rush, you think more clearly. How do you know? When you're in a rush, how clear do you think? How many things you forget when you're in a rush? Oh my God, I forgot the phone. Oh, I forgot the keys to the car. I forgot the port, the purse, right? Got it? So waking up early in the morning, I just saw this Catalina ask, what do you try to, when do you try to go to sleep? So it depends on the person, right? I need about seven hours of sleep, right? So I go to sleep at 10 at night. And I usually wake up, I try to wake up without an alarm. So my mind completes its 90 minute cycle, right? So I wake up today at 527. Sometimes it's 5.17, 5.15, 5.30. And sometimes I just go straight and the alarm sounds. But I try uh, for the alarm not to sound. I use something that, is, that has worked for me. I use my watch, right? In silence. And then I have my phone in the bathroom. So I have two alarms. 
I have one alarm that will go at 4.58, right? And I have another alarm that will go at 5.02. At 5.02 now, I usually wake up at 5.30, but right now because of the uh, uh, retreat, I wanna wake up a little bit earlier to work more on myself, right? On, on my business. So this one, one sound, it will vibrate. And usually that wakes me up. More subtle. Does that make sense? More subtle. And then the alarm. Sometimes the alarm is like, it's too much. Got it? So some people wake up at 4.30. I used to wake up at 4.30. Now I wake up at 5.30. These days I'm waking up at 5 because I want to work on the retreat, on the content, right? But make sure that before... I, there is a saying that goes like this. In order to have a good day, you need to have a what? A good night, right? So it's not about waking up early because if you just slept three, four hours, the idea of waking up earlier is to be more productive. Make sense? But if you go to sleep late, yeah, you can wake up at whatever time in the morning, but you're not going to be more productive. You're going to be too tired. So it's a combination, right, of going to sleep early enough and waking up early enough, whatever works for you. Some people need six hours. Some people need eight hours. So it depends on you, all right? Thomas, you had a you had a comment? You raised your hand? No, Orlando, just wanted you to know that I was thank here you. available for you. Thank you very much. Thank, thank you. you, thank you very much. And Thomas has a, a very important routine, right? And you see him, uh, you know, exercising every day. You know, Th Thomas has, and I, again, I highly recommend in the Miami Real Estate Show, the, uh, the interview with Thomas. And he says, I don't want to be a fake agent. One of the first things he does every single morning is to study the market. Are you studying the market? It's specialized knowledge. He's working on himself every single day. If you want to help other people, first, you need to help yourself. If you, need, if you want to give value to other people, first, you need to have the value, right? So let's go into the questions. And then, then I'm going to go into the second part, which is the, the, the wake up time, right? So right here, let me see. Good morning to everyone. Good morning. A lot of people saying good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, Deborah says, "What would, what would we get an assistant to do for the people that are new in real estate?" Very good, very good point, Deborah. And that question came this morning about the assistant. So you need to start creating processes, right? Now, as a brand new agent, you're still overwhelmed. Now, there are a few things that you shouldn't be doing. What are the? Let's start with the things you should be doing. Number one, Deborah. If you're new in real estate, you need to concentrate on developing what? Your specialized knowledge, number one. Number two, you need to develop the skills of analyzing your marketing, what's working and what's not. And that's what you have the coaching for, right? And number three, you should be talking to clients all day long. So as a brand new agent, even more so, you should be investing all the time in those three things. Everything else should be handled by your assistant. So write down, Deborah, all the activities, which is a lot, all the activities you're doing right now that do not fall in those three categories, specialized knowledge, marketing, and sales conversations. Those things should be delegated to an assistant. Writing a contract. Deborah, why would you want to write a contract? You can know that, you, you might know the contract. Looking for properties, Deborah. If you're a brand new agent and you have clients, looking for properties setting up the appointments for the properties. That's something you shouldn't be doing, right? So those are, those, are, those are a few things that will help you with your business. Delegate those things. Send in the offers. If you already have a contract that has been accepted, the deposit 
It's deposit number one, deposit number two in escrow already, right? Has the client already applied for the pre-qualification? Did the client apply for the association? All those administrative things that you should not be doing. A lot of things, Ebra. So to answer your question, I'm going to tell you to write down everything you do during the day between today and Saturday. And if it doesn't fall into those three categories, specialized knowledge, marketing, and sales conversations, delegate. You're going to find a lot of them, all right? Uh, David says, Orlando, how do I get an assistant? I try Fiverr, no Spanish speakers. Oh, Fiverr has more than enough. Uh, Upwork to Upwork. Upwork.com. You can find an assistant there. Uh, David, if you want specifically an assistant in Spanish, write to info at montierorganization.com, info at montierorganization.com. We work with a company that uh, that works with Spanish-speaking agents, all right? And by the way, they also work with uh, agents that speak perfect, perfect English, all right? But you can find them in Fiverr, Upwork, or you can email us at info at montierorganization.com and my team will send you the information of the people we use, all right? Good point, good, good questions. Uh, Jose, from what country do you recommend to hire a virtual assistant? Same question, you know, go to Fiverr, Upwork, or send us an email at info@monterorganization.com, and uh, we'll refer you to this person. Yeah, Jose says Upwork work, works very well. Uh, there is where I found mine. Very good, Jose, thank you. Uh, Grisel says, how do you recognize that the assistant is qualified for the job? Interviewing the person, right? How do you recognize that? Only through interviews, all right? Only through interviews. Uh, let's see right here. So Ada, Ada says, say it again, column number one and two. Column number one, all the activities. Column number two, the same information, all the activities. But in order of priority, column number three, the activities that you're going to delegate to that assistant. All right. Thank you, Jose, for writing that down. All right. Uh, Jose wakes up at seven in the morning. All right. Uh, Alejandro at six, Bacheva 5.45. Again, the earlier in the morning you wake up, if you can dedicate between 45 minutes to an hour to your business in the morning, that's a gold mine. That's a gold mine. So if you look at, at the most successful entrepreneurs, athletes, performers, this is what those people do to perform at a, at a very high level they block a certain time of the day to master a certain activity. Got it? Got it? Let's say a baseball, baseball player, right? They will block 45 minutes to an hour just to hitting. But while they're hitting in the batting cage, are they answering the phone? Okay, give me a second. Let me answer the phone. Let me let me go into social media. Let me text. No, right? They're just doing that. Here's what happens if we wake up and try to do all the work in the office after nine. This is what happens. There is a lot of distraction. A lot, a lot of distraction. All right? So during the day, we do a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and we can't focus. We can't have the deep work needed to truly, truly develop our specialized knowledge, have an amazing marketing strategy, and have deep conversations with our clients. So the earlier you wake up, 
the better the chances of you developing this, de developing this deep knowledge, improving your marketing to attract more clients, and finally having deep conversations during the day with your clients. If you're waiting to get to the office to work on your specialized knowledge and marketing, the chances of getting that done every single day are very small. Because again, you're gonna have a lot of distractions. Make sense, guys? All right? Every top performer has the, has the, the advantage of working, all right, in a very, very deep way into their craft. Your craft has a higher chance of being developed by you waking up very early in the morning. Now, the conversations during the day need to be done, need to be made. And that's why you need an assistant to help you with everything else, all right? So let's see, wake up at six in the morning. For example, Sabrina, in my case, right? And this is some, I, and then you need to try yourself. So I, I work out, I run, I, I like to run a lot. So, but I run 25 to 30 minutes at most at about 60 to 70% of my max. I don't go all the way in the morning because if I work out very hard in the morning, you know what happens to me around 10, 10.30? I want to go to sleep. Got it? And I'm not a professional athlete. So I work out for me to have enough energy to wake up, to make sure that I, you know, that, that I, that I, I improve my physical, uh, what is it, my, my, my shape, right? That I'm in shape, but I don't want to go all the way. I see a lot of agents going to the gym early in the morning and they go all the way for an hour, an hour and a half. And then they get to the offices that they're exhausted. Guys, we're not professional athletes here, but it's very important to exercise in the morning, to breathe, right? And it's not about, I learned through the years and with my personal trainer, uh, he told me something very important too. He said, we don't wanna go usually above 60 and at most 70% because I'd rather you work out six times a week than three. So the harder you train, the fewer times a week you can work out because you need to recuperate. And the harder you train, the closer you get to having an injury. And again, you're not a professional athlete, so you're not competing. Does that make sense? All right. So very important. All right. Uh, to the, Jose says, I go to the gym, I shower, I have a breakfast and listen to El Cafecito, to our, to our show in, uh, what is it, in, uh, in Clubhouse. Very good. All right. Um, one of the activities that Lisette says, one of the activities that more than take my time and drain my energy, also that doesn't produce me money is property management. Lisette, where's Lisette right now? Stop doing property management. I know, but it's difficult for me. It's it, because it's for family and friends that no, I sold, I sold the properties to them. Delegated. Actually, I, I get like, I don't know, in the in the compromise to just to to keep their properties and they call me please make sure everything is okay and it's very delegated to a company i i delegated go ahead fabrice go ahead i did i did a poverty management with six units in the risk after in and two units here in the castle beach but i don't do nothing 
when I say nothing is nothing. Right. What do I, you do? <laughs> I, I have an assistant. She did everything. She sent the registration. She, she managed everything with the cleaning lady. She, she will go to buy the, the glasses when there is need of glasses. She sent the contractor when there is the, the AC to clean. I do nothing. I would like to do it. I, I would like to do it um, maybe because I, I manage 15 properties right now. And it's crazy. Because it's not all the, all the weeks, but last week, Call me to two of them, two tenants, and we know. I, I don't want to go takes... too deep into the uh, into the property management. I, I, we know it's a problem for many of you. It's a problem if we don't delegate it. Very good, Fabrice. You can delegate it to your assistant. However, I would even delegate it to a property management company, and I can give you a few. All right, that can okay, do it. That, that can but do it. The thing you. is that usually they they don't are they don't used to. To pay for that, <laughs> the change of changing that now is well, very that, difficult for, for them your, because I have I have five or seven years managing the, their properties for nothing, and it's no, 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 that's even yeah. no, no, time out, no, that no, oh, no, that's a completely different problem. I thought at least you were charging for it, but not charging for it mm -hmm. every single month when you made out of those sales, it's coming down. Yes, well, I know. After seven years, basically, I can tell you, after seven years at $100, $100 so let's say if you sold a property for $7,000, $100 per month in maintenance, let's say, times 12 is $1,200. In six years, you eliminated all the profit from that sale. So now that's your situation. Yeah. Now, I don't want to go into that right now. Again, I just want to, I want to stay, stick to, to what we're talking about today. If you're doing, for example, property management, either you get an assistant for that only or delegate it to another company. How much yeah. do you charge, uh, Fabrice, for that? I charge, I charge 25% and I give 30% to my assistant. The, the 30%- But, but again, time out, time out. It's, it's not about, that's <laughs> not the right question right now. I know, I know. It's not about how much we charge. No, it's not right. The question right now is, how do I find the person to do it? Or I stop yeah. doing it. Yeah. Sure. No, but if I have to do, I have to see if it's okay. profitable for, for, for paying no, 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 some, no. somebody it's never, to, to do it. Very important for nobody here. We have, we have what, over 100 people in the call and managing properties unless you did a property management. It's not a profitable business. It's not. Look for property management companies in Miami, for example. There are very few ones. It's a pain. Why, yes. Even if you're making a profit from it, it's just a pain. If you concentrate your time on uh, helping buyers and sellers, you're going to not only have way more profitable, and it gets to a point in your life where, where what you value most is not the money. What you value most is your state of mind. And if we started as a coach, right? If I could start right now from zero as an agent, if I could not, because I wouldn't want to, but, but if I were to start right now, I would put so much more value into my state of mind than I've done before. And that's been my priority for the past few years, right? It's not only how much money this client is going to give me, right? Is it how much is it going to cost me emotionally to work with this person? 
because that emotional cost also puts a break on my actions. This morning we were talking, and I'm deviating a little bit, but it's important for you guys to understand. This morning, somebody asked, you know, what are, what are the techniques for follow-up and how much follow-up should we do? So follow-up can be very productive. It's one of the most productive activities we have, but also can be very unproductive, right? Because, and, and Thomas was the one who answered that. Okay, one thing is to follow up and a completely different thing is to go after that person all the time. In Spanish, we said, uh, seguimiento en perseguimiento, right? I don't know, it, it rhymes. Uh, Thomas, Orlando, to pursue, right? to pursue. Right? To pursue, to right? Pursue. Right. So it's just, just to go after that person all the time. It causes you financial restraints, but also emotional. So I want to keep you sane to the, the more energy, mental energy you have, right? The more positive you are towards your business, the more prone you are to take action. That's why when we started coaching 18 years ago, I decided my coaching has to work without making a single cold call or door knock. And it has worked wonders. Way better than any cold calling system. By the way, I learned a big part of it from my coach, Dan Sullivan, who says the problem with cold calling and all those people is that you're selling one-to-one -one instead of selling one-to-many. And that's why our team, our program has exploded because we don't do one-to-one, -one, we do one-to-many. But it's not only exploded financially or in growth, but it's, it has exploded. It has a tremendous positive impact in our mindset. Listen, if I'm every day knocking on a door or cold calling and people are hanging up and calling me names and asking me to stop bothering them, it's causing a financial toll in my mind. It is causing up, which is restraining me from, take, from taking more action. So I deviated a little bit, but I want to keep you saying too in your business. So property management, he said, is one of the worst decisions real estate agents make when they are charging for it. Imagine not charging for it, all right? Get out of that, refer that to somebody else today, today. And if you lose some clients, that's okay. That is okay. As entrepreneurs, we have to be okay with taking, understanding that the decisions we make are going to be positive in one way and they're going to affect some, some other part of the business. That's okay. Nothing is going to be 100% perfect. When we decided, I decided, so I, I'm not going to sell real estate anymore. We're going to concentrate on the coaching. It took a financial toll on selling right? When we decided to build the real estate team, it took a financial toll on what? On the coaching for a certain period of time. Then it exploded again, but we knew it. Nothing is 100%, nothing is black and white. Nothing is 100%. And we want to be okay with it. I don't know if I deviated too much from it, but again, I want you focused. I want to make sure that you delegate, that you optimize your business. One of the things you can do to optimize your business, everybody here is never manage a property for anybody else delegate that to your team member or to another company all right uh let's see i would like i would ask them to pay for your time and effort that it was a uh, 
What do you try to, at what time, uh, Catalina asked, uh, what time do you go to Prado Vera? I, I already answered that. Uh, Orlando, uh, Silmara says, I uh, have this audiobook called Hyper Focus is a great book. Thank you for the recommendation. My pleasure, my, my pleasure. Books are the best. How many, let me ask you, how many books are you reading in a weekly basis? Right? One, I see so many people, two. By the way, this is another thing that I've experimented. And I'm sorry some people will kill me, some mothers and fathers for here for saying this, but reading, it's all, all, all technology, guys, especially for business. Now, if you want to read a, a fictional book, maybe a biography, you enjoy that, by all means, get the physical book and read it in your leisure time, right? But for business, and I for business, get the audio, guys. Get the audio. For men, while you're shaving, when you go to the bathroom, while you're driving, while you're exercising, when you're having lunch, you will finish a book within three days. I mean, reading, carrying a book in 2022, it doesn't make sense unless you're doing it for leisure. Right now, listen, I, I just want to enjoy this book. Okay, that's something different. But all of you should be hooked to your audio, all right? While you're shaving or women, when you're doing your makeup, when you're doing exercise, when you're driving, when you're going to the bathroom. I mean, there are so many times during the day where we can develop our personal, uh, develop ourselves as professionals. It's incredible. And the investment is, is pretty much nothing, all right? Uh, so the, uh, the assistant about, yeah, between, between $500 and $700, you know, some, some, of, some of our agents, work part-time so they divided 350 and 350. you can have one assistant for two agents at the beginning if you don't want to have the financial responsibility all right very good uh sabrina it's my second week in business should i be looking to get an assistant this week nobody is going to look for an assistant yet i want you to do the exercise first sabrina so very good question first i want you to write down all the activities that you do during the week at the end of the week, you're going to put them in a column in order of priority. And at the end of those uh, uh, this week, then you're going to identify what you can delegate. By the way, next week, all right, we can talk about those activities. Sabrina, so you can bring the list to this session and we'll analyze this and we will guide you since you're so, so new in the business. But I love your thinking. Should I be hiring an assistant? The answer is yes. You're not, gonna, you're not going to hire the assistant in two weeks. But now you know exactly what you need. All right. Very good. Very good. Right. Uh, please repeat the app where you can find the assistant. Again, work uh, Upwork and Fiverr. Upwork, U-P-W-O-R-K.com and Fiverr, F-I-B, small v, E-R-R. All right. Let's see. Luciana. Oh, Luciana, thank you very much. You wrote it down right there. All right. All right. Perfect. Let's see, let's see, listen, how do you handle the liability? Yeah, so we're not gonna go into, oh, Silmar says, it is a problem for us women. She's saying it, I'm not saying it, okay? So for us women to do everything personal, you needed to put on 
are hard and out of business. Usually property management changes eight, charges 80%. Woman, yeah, uh, you, you have that beautiful trade, most women, right? That you wanna take care of everybody ahead of yourself. That's a beautiful thing that women have, all right? If it wasn't for women, this world would be a mess. My house would be a mess, all right? There would not be birthdays. There would not be gifts. There wouldn't be celebration. No, everybody would be watching TV, right? So listen, congratulations to you. But you also need to what? To know where to stop, right? To work on yourself. And, and this is a message, our main message in coaching. And every time I do an event, this is the main message, right? The main message is that in order to have more, you need to become more. Get it? If I want to produce like a top producer, first, I need to become a top producer. Make sense? Right? If I want to have a successful business, I need first to become a successful business owner. Does that make sense? Right? So it is not about how much you sacrifice. Well, I sacrifice, and I'm not talking about women only, and also, I'm including also men, fathers, right? I'm not all, only talking about what well, I sacrifice for my kids. Hmm. I don't think after 20 years in this business and in coaching that sacrificing for other people is the best thing we can do for other people. Get that? So let me explain it to you. Let's say I sacrifice for my kids. So I, you know, put in the back burner my business, right? My professional development. So, all right, I sacrifice for my kids, but then I'm going to be a financial burden for them, right? I'm not an example in the professional part for them, right? They seem struggling financially. What about if I develop myself and I have five, six, seven times the skills that I have? I improve myself. I become more valuable to them, to the community, to society. How much more can I help my kids by having more skills, more knowledge, more clients? How much more can I give them instead of just sacrificing? So there has to be a give and take, right? Yeah, I want to sacrifice for them, but I also I need to develop myself for them. But of course, also for me. Does that make sense? How much are you, again, investing on your most important client, which is yourself? Your kids need to, need to see you, right? As a successful business owner, as a person that can produce enough money, as a person that is financially stable, as a person that what talks, people listen, as a person that when, somebody, when, when you talk, people admire what you said, respect what you say. As a person that reads books all the time, right? They see you as a person that have interest in conversation. How much can you contribute to your kids if you become more and more and more of that person? So in order to have more, you need to become more. And that's what I, we always say. We want you to have more, more of everything. We want you to, your, for your goal to be to make $10 million a year. So, oh, man, you're always talking about money. You're missing the point. It's not about the money. It's about the person you need to become 
to make that money. The money you can give it away later. It doesn't matter. But if you want to make a million dollars, you need to become a person, a business owner that can generate a million dollars. That's the key. And when you make a million dollars, then your goal is to make two million. Again, it's not for the money. It's for the person you become. You want to give away, where the money, right? So let's see. Let's continue with that. The questions. Uh, all right. So there are some recommendations right here. Alejandro, 20 minutes it's each day reading, right? Uh, my recommendation, use audio. My daily timing on, on reading is over an hour. I read for a, over an hour every day. But it's easy. Driving, having lunch, going to the bathroom, shaving, exercising. I go way over an hour. Now, here's a beautiful thing. Here's the important thing. It's not only to read, right? But to also record what you read. So you can over again, go over and over again what you learn. So you listen to the audio. And when there is something that captures your attention, what do you do? In your phone, you record it. And now you have the audio. Or you say it to your phone and you write it in a text. Now you have the summary immediately of what you learned. So you don't forget. Because if you only read it, but you don't write it down, you're going to forget it. Does that make sense, guys? And then you can go over and over and over again. Early in the morning, next morning, you go over that information and you ask yourself, how can I use this information to improve my business? Lady says, oh, lady, I love audiobooks. They're the best. Best invention. Again, I'm not saying not to read, but you shouldn't be reading business books, sitting down with it. No. You should be listening to them. It's going to take you too long to read a book. Again, for leisure, you want to enjoy a biography, uh, a poem, book, of course. You read that, right? A fictional book, of course. Take your time to do that. So, lady, of course, audiobooks are the best, all right? Uh, let's see. Uh, Alejandro is recommending one. I'm obsessed. Uh, Pilar says, I'm obsessed with Audible. I'm obsessed too. By the way, guys, don't you know with Audible, you can also listen to podcasts? So if you're listening to podcasts, you can have everything in that application. If I show you my, my app, my, my Audible, I go usually on an average day, it's over an hour and 20 minutes. I'll show you this, this last month. Let me see if I can show. I don't want to go. I don't want to spend that. I'll show it to you next week. I'll show you in a screenshot. But an hour and 20 minutes, I can invest an hour sitting down an hour and 20 minutes to, uh, to read a book. All right. Uh, so people are recommending some books right here. All right, perfect, perfect. Okay, let's see. Oh, Lupita says, amazing book. Who, not how by Dan Sullivan. Highly recommend that book. Thank you, Lupita, because, and I didn't mention the other books because they're great books, but they are not uh, about the topic we're doing today. So go to Amazon right away. Go to Amazon right away and buy it. Who, not how by Dan Sullivan. That's my coach. That's my business coach. And again, the way he's been able to grow his business and the way he taught me to grow my business is by asking myself, not how do I do it? Who can do it? Big difference. If I always ask myself how, I'm always going to have a very low ceiling because I only have a certain number of hours during the day. But the more who can do it, ask myself, the more I can expand my business. 
Does that make sense? I mean, it's just such an important principle. Who can do the email? Who can do the social media? Who can take care of the clients? Who can go and show my clients the properties? Expanding, 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 expanding. I can always ask for more who's to do things for me. I can never ask. I, it gets to a point where I can ask more how because my day is, my day is completely full. All right? Very, very, very good. Very good. A lot of, okay, right here. Uh, love audiobooks, especially when I'm driving. Deborah, exec, exactly. Audiobooks when you're driving. So how many of you have that habit? And I see many of you that have that. There are many good free audiobooks on YouTube. Also, YouTube is another source. Another source for $14 a month. You can use YouTube free of ads, right? You can download it to your phone too. Uh, Jamie says, I started three weeks, two weeks ago. I'm in my third book in Audible. Of course, much faster. So, okay, we got the point of Audible, right? Uh, let's see. Uh, I need an action. Action so bad. Any accountability partners near me? Important, lady. Uh, so for accountability partners, it, and you said near me. So we can get you next week if you send me any, or somebody want uh, to become accountable. If you're looking for an accountability partner, we are more than 100 people in this room. If you're looking for an accountability partner, you guys can connect directly. Important, you should not be meeting in person. Got it? In person, meetings take too much time. Got it? Everything should be done. And then you see, very good. Excellent. Very good. So you said, anybody sent near Central Florida, doesn't matter. It can be anywhere in the world. Okay? And what you guys want to do is have a 15-minute meeting, all right, every week about your productivity. All right? Let me mute Christy. There you go. All right? Sabrina says, I love it here. All right? So very, very, very important. Accountability partners are key. Usually the breakdown happens on the execution. And that execution happens, doesn't happen because we're doing it by ourselves. So that's a big part of our retreat, right? And the first and the second day, we select accountability partners, all right? Uh, for you, you know, to get in. And so if anybody's looking for an accountability partner, write it down here and, uh, and we'll get you an accountability partner, all right? Also, uh, write to info at Montero Organization. If you guys are looking for an accountability partner, write to info at MonteroOrganization.com and we will get you, we're, we'll get you into a group, all right? Uh, Sabrina says, I, I'm ready uh, for an accountability partner. Indira says so. So please write down to info at MonteroOrganization.com and, uh, and as it's Sabrina, Indira, Patricia, lady, of course, all right? And, and next week, remind me, uh, Lady Sabrina, Indira, Patricia, I'm going to give you some guidance also on, uh, on the accountability partner groups, all right? So what to do, what's the agenda for those accountability partners? Most of us have accountability partners, all right? Uh, I belong to three accountability groups. It's important for me to be accountable, all right? Uh, it makes me way more productive. So please write to info at... I want to write it down here. If you're looking for an accountability partner, info at montielorganization.com. All right? And I'll, uh, we'll get you uh, with, uh, with the right group of people. All right? So 1057, it is the time to start the week. 
Remember that your assignment for this week is to write down every single, every single question. Every, I'm sorry, every single activity, every single activity that you have for this week, Monday through Saturday. And on Saturday, you're going to have a second column, same information in order of priorities. And, on, and then you're going to create a third one, which is what you're going to delegate. It's that simple, guys. Then we're going to find that assistant for you. We're going to help you find that assistant. Does that make sense? All right. And for those of you who need an accountability partner, then you have a second assignment, which is write to info at monteorganization.com. Right. Thank you. Thank you for your comment. Uh, Silmara, I really appreciate it. By the way, I'm going to ask you for something very simple. Uh, if you can go here and make uh, a review, remember, we always need to be asking for reviews. Are you asking for reviews to your clients? Even if you're brand new, remember, the more, the more we go online, all right, the more you're going to leave off reviews. So I'm asking everybody right here, if we take a minute, if you go into the chat and click in there, right, and you leave your review, I'll really appreciate it. All right. Really, really appreciate it. All right. About the coaching, right? The coaching has smelled me. The coaching is great. The coaching is good, whatever, but your review. All right. I really, really, really appreciate it. Uh, this is something that I should be asking every week. I don't. It's my fault. You should be asking every single week. You should have a link, right? A short link that you should be sending to every single client you work with to ask them to have a review for you. It will index you better in Google, all right? It will have social proof for future clients. It will help you with your marketing, right? Because that's something that you can share with uh, future clients and things and, 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 and what clients can look for. Because a lot of people say they're good, but when other people say it, it has, has a much bigger impact. So I really appreciate it. If you leave a review, really, really appreciate it. All right, guys. So 10.59, time to go. Thank you very much for all your kind words. Remember, all right, in a week and a half, we have the retreat. Make sure uh, you, uh, you attend, you get ready for it. Uh, great to see you, many of you, last week in our event, How to Sell Pre-Construction, over 1,000 people. To be exact, we had 1,050 shares in the room. We couldn't uh, get any other shares. And 1,137 people got in. And you know, some other people couldn't get in on time. So that, that shows how committed you guys are to your real estate business. So it was a pleasure to see you guys there. And I'll see you next Monday at the same time, the same channel. All right, guys. Kiss and hugs to everybody. Remember thank you. you have. Thank you guys. Put them in the forum. All right. And for those of you who Hi, want thank to you. this class tomorrow, remember Danny and my brother has the one tomorrow at 10 from 10 to 12 p.m. See you guys later. Bye-bye.